This is the 4-H Scoop, a podcast of the Jackson County 4-H Club. I'm Rashav, and today we'll be talking about backyard chicken coops with... Lily Janning. So, Lily, can you introduce yourself to the audience? Yes, we have. We live on 25 acres of land. We have multiple farm animals, including horses, goats, um, coarse chickens, rabbits, dogs, all the above. So today we'll be focusing on the chicken part of her farm, obviously. So, Lily, how many chickens do you own? What type of chickens, and do you use them as layers or broilers? Um, we own about 20-ish chickens, um, though it has varied in the years. We um, own a range of chickens, not any specific breeds, so we do include Americanas, Red Island Reds, and just like mixed breeds. Um, we mainly use them for layers, like egg purpose, but they can also be used for broiler purposes. Yeah, so I know many people think that all chickens are just one breed, but I know that Different chicken breeds are used for different purposes. Can you enlighten us on that, Lily? Yes, um, a lot of different chicken breeds can use many different things. There's mixed breed chickens, which can be used for layer purposes and like meat purposes, but it's also like mainly boiler chickens, which are a lot bigger than the regular chickens and can only be used for meat. And of course, then there's layer hens, which only use for eggs. So, Lily, what type of coop do you um, to like keep these chickens in place? We own a stationary coop. It's a permanent structure where the chickens um, roost and we have a little run for them. So many people envision stationary coops when they think of a chicken coop, but I've heard there's multiple types of chicken coops. Can you explain? Yes, there are multiple types of coop. There's a, there's um, movable coops. Um, those coops, they have like wheels attached to them and you can move them around based on where you want the chickens to go. There's also free range where it's just like a, a large area where the chickens can just roam around. So are there pros and cons to these different types? Yes, I think there are pros and cons. Um, a pros of the permanent stationary coop is that you don't have to move it around, you don't have to worry about that. And the chickens, you always know where the chickens are. And if the movable coops, you can always keep it in one specific spot. You don't have to free range them, but they also are open to um, multiple types of forage, depending on where you put the coop. So how do you take care of these chickens? Like, what's your schedule? How do you feed and give them water? Um, our schedule for taking care of the chickens is every morning around probably 7 o'clock, we open up the coop, let them free range, and we throw them a bunch of different grains, like corn, and we give them some layer hens. But there's also a lot of different ways you can feed chickens, um, such as like calcium with um, oyster shells or just um, wild worms. Yeah. And then, do you just, do you give them water in certain times of the day, or is it like they have open access to it? Yeah, we give them open, open access to the water, Then we always have a bowl of water filled with them. They can come and go as they please. So you said you let the chickens out for free, for free range in the morning, right? Yeah. So how do you deal with predators? Um, predators, they mainly come at night, considering a lot of predators are nocturnal, like our coyotes and owls and foxes so at night we always close up the coop and shut the door so we can ensure that there are no predators can get inside the coop and hunt the chicken but of course a lot of them do end up most of our attacks happen in the morning once we let them out which yeah i've heard predators can be a real problem i was researching a little bit before we did this podcast and i saw the avian flu and i know it's um it's a virus that affects a bird's respiratory system and its intestines, and that it's a massive problem in Georgia. Can you tell us how you 
protecting and saving flea? Right, so since our backyard flock is more secluded of a, a flock, we don't actually have a lot of um, experience with avian flu. I don't know if our chickens ever gotten it or contracted it or spread it. Even though it does come from wild birds, like I said, we don't have much experience with it. But I do know in commercial farming, a good prevention of it is to wear like gloves, bleach, make sure you're all sanitized before you go into a coop and exposed to it. Uh, so what do you do with your eggs? Do you sell them or do you use them for your own use? Yes, um, we do both actually. We do collect them daily and we do use them in like baking and just breakfast and regular um, egg purposes, but we do also sell them. We have our own little business that we do sell to friends and family. So thank you, Lily, for teaching us about backyard flocks. And if you want to find more info about having a backyard flock, you can always go to 4-H youth programs and learn. Or if you're in a Doherty, you could go to your local extension office. So this is the 4-H Scoop, a podcast of the Jackson County 4-H Club, and I'll see you on the flip side.